Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Well, hello and welcome from Austin, Texas. Welcome all you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I love watching every game every week. I love drafting and trading and scouting and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. And so do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Uh, This podcast, we're going to talk again about some of our stock rising and stock falling like we do every week. Um, I've got a lot more guys that actually have their stock rising this week than I do their, their stock falling, but we'll mention a few of the guys whose stock's falling as well. Just hope it gives you a chance to think about some of the players maybe that are on your rosters or players that you're thinking about or wishing you had, could trade for or trade away from. Just give us a chance every week just to talk about a couple of players in, uh, specifically. Uh, we'll start here with the running back. I didn't really have any stock rising from the quarterback position, but stock's rising from the running back position. Uh, first, I had Nick Chubb uh, from Cleveland. I moved him all the way up to my running back number 12. Uh, he was my number two uh, ranked rookie last year behind Barkley, of course. And if I was to redo all of my rookie draft rankings, which that'll be a fun podcast that we'll do here soon in the future, I think I'd still have a number two um, if we redid it today. As far as this year, Hyde's already starting to show some signs of weakness and slowing down. And Coach Jackson, which no one can trust him, he keeps promising that he's going to give him more touches. But he's already delivered on the touches that he has had. And I think it's just a matter of time before he takes over. But truthfully, whether or not he uh, delivers on that promise to play him more, or if Hyde gets hurt or anything like that, I'm still going to keep Chubb uh, number 12 and hold firmly to my conviction that that's where I would rank him. Uh, He's going to be a star. I moved guys like Dalvin Cook and Jordan Howard behind him this week. And so that's why he's risen in the ranks. Just to give you a little idea about what I think about him, uh, here's one of the trades that I... Uh, was involved with a couple weeks ago with for Chubb. Uh, as you know, I'll t- mention this later too. Uh, kind of got stock falling on uh, Devonte Freeman, so I traded Freeman and Trey Burton. This was a guy who was really after Trey Burton, kind of when he was uh, first couple weeks of the year when everyone was real hopeful for him to be a super breakout at tight end. He's been good, but not great. But I traded Freeman and Burton for Chubb and Hyde and O.J. Howard. So I consider myself to be the the winner of that trade for sure, especially with the news about Freeman. I know this guy was pretty disappointed with that news. Uh, he did have Coleman on his squad too, so I think the Freeman offer was a little bit more attractive, thinking that he could hold both of those guys. Um, but I really Chubb was the main guy that I was going after that entire that entire trade was was really targeting Chubb, not Hyde or OJ Howard. Those were just pieces I was able to throw in. So Chubb for me is my number 12 uh, overall running back. Moving on up to the stock rising, I have James Conner from Pittsburgh. I moved him all, all the way up to my uh, running back number 14. So first of all, he's, he's played awesome. Like you can't deny it. He's the running back four on the season this year. And secondly, the Bell situation just keeps getting worse and worse. And so I'm just convinced, and I think we probably all are at this point, that there's no future for Bell in Pittsburgh. But, but more than that, I think this was his chance to try to prove that he could win the job. And I believe he's totally proven it. The fans love him. The coaches love him. He's a Pittsburgh native. All that kind of backstory 
leads me to believe that this isn't a situation where he just kind of fills the gap and the next year they're going to draft another running back. I think Bell's gone next year and Connor is going to hold this position and be the starting running back there, there for sure next year. I've had guys come after me uh, for a first-round pick, trying to trying to give me a first-round pick for Connor, um, and I'm on the opposite end of that. I think I would hold him. I would actually be trying to trade for him. Uh, I'd be willing to trade one of my first-round picks, no matter how good my team is, to pick up Connor if I could. I think he's that good. I think next year he'll be, if you were starting a rookie draft or a brand-new uh, redraft for Dynasty, I bet he's a top 30 player, maybe top 24, but definitely top 30 Uh, player next year if you were to do a redraft so those guys are pretty high up in the rankings these guys are a little further down but they did move up a lot in my rankings uh running back that moved up was marlon mack from indianapolis i moved him up to my running back number 42 the fact is that wilkins and hines had their chance to steal the job but they couldn't do it Uh, hines looked you know good enough in ppr and definitely had some play in ppr leagues but not really proven himself as a running back once Matt came back healthy this last week, he had far more chances and, and just looked more explosive. Um, touch count was about equal last week, even maybe favoring Hines as far as total snaps, but but Mac's going to get this role, I believe. And I think it's an offense that's starting to find its rhythm a little bit, and uh, Andrew Luck seems healthy, and so that's just going to be everything good for the offense overall. Um, I'm not convinced that they think that he's going to be their future number one running back, they still may, might be in the market to trade. There has been those rumors of them maybe trying to be the one of the teams that would trade for Bell. Um, I do think that they might be looking for a trade, or they may be willing to draft a running back early, if not uh, in the middle rounds, just to kind of muddy things all together like they have been. But for now, I'm willing to really take a chance on Mac and have moved him up to number 42. This is his chance. Like He has a chance to, to get the job right now and solidify himself. So these next few weeks will prove a lot. Fourth running back that I have stock rising is Ito Smith for Atlanta. I moved him up to my running back 43, just right behind Marlon Mack. Uh, if you've been following me, you know that I've uh, really soured on Devontae Freeman. Um, I just feel like his health and his situation is just not good, and he's kind of a, a falling asset. Well, really, Ito Smith is a, is a rising asset. Um, he's played excellent uh, so far in the games that he has played, uh, splitting time with Coleman. Um, the rumors are that he's just been great in pass protection and, and that the coaches actually really, really like him. So at the very least, I think when you think from a dynasty perspective, from a long-term perspective, he'll be splitting the backfield with Freeman next year. If Freeman comes back healthy, you might look at him like he's the new Tevin Coleman because odds are that Coleman's not going to be re-signed by Atlanta this after this year. So at the very least, he could be like the Coleman guy. I think at the very best, he could actually be the lead back and Freeman could be the back that's spelling him. So just to give you an idea on some of the trades that I made, I told you about my other one with Freeman, but I made a a second one with Freeman this week. This is before I knew about the injury. So it it sounds better on paper, but a very long story. Um, I was very tired of Odell Beckham Jr. in one of my leagues, particularly when he walked off the second half and didn't play that last play. Uh, call it reactionary. It might've been reactionary, but I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of this guy. Eli Manning stinks and I don't want this guy on my team because he's, he's just so up and down. I want a guy that I actually like on my team. So that's, you know, that's part of how we play fantasy. Um, not the best strategy overall, but it is fun to root for guys that we care about. Um, I wasn't going to trade him for anything just to get rid of him. So I offered, uh, one of the guys in our league, 
Odell Beckham Jr., um, who at the time I had as my number two receiver, which you'll see that will change in a minute, um, for Hopkins, as my, uh, who I had ranked as my number one receiver. So I'm picking up the number one receiver, dropping, giving, trading him the number two receiver in my rankings. But then I also threw in Freeman. That was really what put it over the top that made him want to do it. This particular team that I had, I'm really loaded at running back. I've got uh, Connor that I already mentioned. I've got um, uh, Christian uh, McCaffrey as well, and and some pretty good depth behind those t- those two starters. And just felt confident, more confident in Connor to be a long term starter. And so I felt like it was time just to drop Freeman that I could just add that. So definitely looks like a loss on paper giving those two guys for one. But I sure am happy happy to have Hopkins now with a, a Freeman injury news for the year. I know the uh, guy that I traded for was also uh, traded with was also second guessing it a bit, but we'll see what happens. But I'm definitely glad to have Hopkins on my team and glad to be free of the free man. Edo Smith has a chance to really be the rising star there. Let's move on to wide receivers. Who do I have rising in the ranks of wide receivers this week? Um, the first one is Tyree Kill. This is crazy. Uh, you might disagree, but I moved him all the way up to my wide receiver too. And and this pains me to do it. We, we have to admit when we're doing rankings, like our emotions get into it. And it's likely that if I traded someone or dropped someone that I, I like to move them down, not just purely based on my conviction, but maybe trying to self-justify myself. Hey, that's not the case here because I don't own Tyreek Hill anywhere. In fact, I traded him uh, kind of two years ago when I picked him up off the waiver wire and he was doing so awesome. I thought that it couldn't last and I traded him for a first round pick. Uh, to one of my one of my leagues, one of my it's actually my freak league, and thinking that I'd get the best of it, and that first round pick turned into John Ross. So who's laughing now, right? So we've got good trades and we've got bad trades, right? I just think he's too great, and I think this long term future, such a young guy, uh, paired with Mahomes and paired with Reed, th- these guys just know how to do something. I believe he's going to be up and down like he has been a little bit throughout his season. Ironically, he plays really well on the road like last week and then plays uh, not so well at home. Whether it's home road splits or just the nature of the type of player that he is, he's going to be up and down. But the fact is that the the up weeks are going to be incredible and they can carry your team. And so uh, I wish that I had him in more places. I don't have him anywhere. So I moved him ahead of some aging guys like uh, Julio Jones and uh, Antonio Brown. Um a big, big step for him to move ahead of those guys. And I also moved him ahead of some younger guys like Beckham and Michael Thomas. So big, big rise for me. Um, only moved up, you know, five or six spots. But to move ahead of guys like that is certainly saying something. Uh, next receiver that I have, stock rising, is Adam Thielen from Minnesota. Um, I moved him all the way up to my rival receiver number five. That that sounds crazy too, but but sometimes you just have to react, right? And I I don't think this is like a redraft kind of reaction. I really believe this is a dynasty type of reaction. Um, He's on pace right now to have the most targets and most receptions in history. Like, I know it's a little bit more of a passing age right now, but that's, that's ridiculous. No one else has been able to do that. And so now we've got a guy who, if he keeps his pace, could get the most targets and the most receptions in NFL history. They've got a great long-term connection with Cousins now as the quarterback. They... I love guys that are primarily playing the slot, like he's going to continue to be just a a star just because he's in that slot position, which always rewards uh, receivers more than being on the edge. And right now, I think that I would be willing to trade him for some studs, 
like Antonio Brown or Julio Jones, like some of those older receivers that are moving on out. And I think I might plan to do that this week to try to offer some some what maybe some people would think is a crazy trade to go uh, young with Thielen and get rid of someone like Julio or Antonio Brown. Um, I'm not convinced that that's a bad idea right now. I'm moving him up to number five. So those two kind of top tier guys with Hill and Thielen. Moving on to some kind of uh, lower tier guys, but also moving up my boards is uh, Christian Kirk for Arizona. I moved him up to my wide receiver 29. Uh, the fact is Arizona stinks. We're watching that right now. I'm recording this at halftime of this awful game. And uh, he may stink for another year or two. The team may stink for another year or two. But I feel like they've got a young core. Even if a new coach were to come in there, they're not going to get away from Rosen. They're not going to get away from uh, Christian Kirk. They've got time to develop. And Rosen, Kirk, Rosen and Kirk already have some strong connection. Um, he's become his number one targeted receiver already this year in Arizona. Um, I place a lot of stock when someone is an early breakout, like he was an early breakout in college, like his freshman year, he was awesome. And now he's here in the NFL and he's an early breakout with the second most yards of all rookie receivers. Um, if you can break out early in college and pros, that really says something for the type of talent you have. And so I really believe uh, Kirk and Kirk. So I moved him up to number 29. Next receiver that I have uh, moving on up is Tyler Boyd for Cincinnati. I moved him all the way up to my wide receiver number 31. You know, sometimes it takes a few years to get it, and Boyd's that guy. Um, I remember years ago listening to some of the podcasts I listened to, um, hearing that Boyd was was considered to be the number one rookie uh, rookie draft pick. Now, now as the draft approached, he kind of fell in the draft, but but prior to the draft, like months prior to the draft, people were saying that he was the no-brainer number one uh, rookie draft pick, if not at least the number one receiver. Um, to be drafted you know when the combine comes around and um, all the hype kind of leads up to the draft everything changes um, let alone when you get drafted to what team you get drafted where you where you get drafted in the rookie draft but just know that there was a time when some of the you know experts that that we follow had Boyd as the number one uh, rookie wide receiver if not the number one rookie overall for our dynasty leagues and so he's just proven himself now. I think he's kind of coming, come to his own in his talent. He's he's really that kind of steady Eddie kind of guy that uh, that he makes like the perfect number two compliment uh, to AJ Green in Cincinnati. In fact, this year he's the number thirteen receiver overall on the year this year, and AJ Green's the number eleven. So here we've got almost two top twelve guys. We've got the number eleven and number thirteen on one team. Let alone that Cincinnati's offense has become much more pass oriented this year. And I think that's, uh, you know, you could say the whole NFL's become more pass-oriented, but certainly Cincinnati's offense has become way more pass-oriented, and that just is going to prove to be great for Tyler Boyd. Last guy for a receiver that I'll mention is Josh Gordon for New England. I moved him up to my wide receiver number 36, um, basically because he played 81% of the snaps. When you get 81% of the snaps and nine targets like he did last week from from Brady, that means something. It seems clear to me that they want to use him. Um, the downside, of course, is his continued you know, character and addiction problems. They always make him a threat in Dynasty. But I believe this is, this is by far the highest I've ever had him ranked since before he got suspended. I mean, back when he was with Cleveland before the suspension, he was way up there, right? Um, but, but I've always had kind of a pause tag on him. But I've got him up to 36 now, which is which is saying something for the way that I've treated him in the past. One more uh, to mention tight end that I'll mention that's raising uh, rising in my ranks. 
Stock is rising on Austin Hooper for Atlanta. I moved him up to my tight end number 14. Now, part of me honestly wonders if this is just kind of a fluke uh, kind of year with the Atlanta offense. I mean, the fact is that they can't run and they're behind in every game because their defense is so injured and so bad. Um, so it's led to like a really pass-happy offense and Hooper's having the best year he's had so far. Um, but the fact is that he's a number eight tight end on the year so far and he looks like he's going to stay there. Uh, he and Matt Ryan, it's kind of told that they you know, spent a lot of time this offseason working out together. And so maybe that's part of what's made this a real connection. Um, this year, there's there's legit uh, connection between the two. And so I would, I would move him up all the way to number uh, 14 in my tight end ranks. Let's talk now about stock falling. I've only got three, one, one at uh, three different positions here. Uh, stock falling. I would say Case Keenum. Like I really feel like the stock's falling on him. Um, I moved him down to my quarterback number 33. You know, from a dynasty perspective, I don't feel like he's very long for Denver. Uh, Chad Kelly played fantastic in the preseason and should replace Keenum as a starter if Denver's to lose another game or two. Now, I know they're blowing out this game right now, so odds are that he's going to get you know a, lo- a longer rope right now. But the, but the fact is I still don't really believe in him long term particularly if they keep losing some games. And Arizona, unfortunately, is uh, not the the mark of a tough team. I think that Denver's already shown what kind of team that they are when they play tougher competition. And you heard the crowd uh, cheer for Chad Kelly when he came in just to simply uh, uh, take a knee. The crowd wants him whenever that kind of thing happens. And a team that's struggling, if Denver is to struggle much more this year, uh, there's going to be some clamoring. And I'd put some stock in uh, Chad Kelly. Now, uh, running backs, I have one that's fallen pretty considerably. That would be Jordan Howard from Chicago. I moved him down to my uh, running back number 17. Man, he used to be in the top 10 just not too long ago. I still love his talent. Like, I think he's a great running back and the kind of style of running back that I actually prefer. Just kind of a a bruiser, kind of between the tackles type of running back. But um, I'm concerned that the offense that he's in doesn't fit his style. And so I would love it if he could just be traded to a team that would fit more his style. But it seems like the coaching staff starting to realize this too. They've, uh, uh, Tariq Cohen has, has edged up to almost 50% of the snaps now, where they're playing about 50-50, like a split, literally 50-50 timeshare between these two. And I'm afraid that the coaching staff, now that they're doing well these last two weeks, that they're going to start to realize that there's something that they have there. Um and so Jordan Howard's falling uh, to number 17. I hope he gets traded. Last uh, receiver that I have falling, falling even further now, is Amari Cooper from Oakland. I think I mentioned him in a, a few weeks ago in the article and in the podcast, but the fact is he's just uh, falling and falling. Uh, the rumors that he might be traded are uh, not helping <laughs> very much, although you could argue that if he did get traded, that then his... Uh, his stock would rise just a little bit again. But but even if he were to get traded, I don't think that I'd be willing to buy in. I would uh, I would want to just get out of every place that I had him. Thankfully, I don't have him anywhere. I'm not going to uh, trade for him anywhere. So um, I apologize to all of you who do have Amari Cooper, but this could be the highest he's ever ranked again, number 22. I imagine that he'll keep falling every week, and maybe I won't... Uh, include him in the writing in my article and in the podcast each week because you can just assume that he's falling so that's it we've got our stock rising and our stock falling i hope that you guys had a great week in your dynasty leagues making some great trades and some acquisitions and 
making some offers for some of these guys, whether you're buying high or selling low, whether you're a team that's on the on the rise and needs to kind of try to buy some players to to get to that championship or whether you need to kind of drop some guys and sell out so that you can get some good draft picks in the future. I wish you well. As always, I want to say, make it a two-way conversation. Contact me anytime at donnystefreaks.com. I would love to talk with you and promise to return any uh, contacts that you would give through the website or through uh, our email, dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. So that's it for this week. Um, Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.